Welcome, foolish mortals. Time to be turning around. If only you could. Cause this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness! What's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. There's no turning back now. This is the greatest show. It's time for the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast with your hosts, Michael Hurley and Gary Aruda. That's right. This is the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast, episode number 366, recorded from the Defont Leroy Studios in Kent County, Rhode Island, in sunny southwest Florida. I'm your host, Gary, joined as. Always by my co-host Mike down the floor. What's going on, Mike? How you doing, Pat? Why are you laughing? What's going on? I'm looking at my memories. Yeah. And I checked in to a Hazeltine for a meeting with my buddy Leon Leon. Yeah. And so one of the ladies that used to work with us at Datalink said, Oh, is that Leon? Was he a tall guy? Blah blah blah. So then I commented, I said Lenwood was good friends with his keyboard. And I forgot when Leon got pissed at work, he'd start like smacking his keyboard. You just hit it because his computer would keep like freezing <laughs> it, up. It kept freezing up, so it would be like the alt delete, alt delete, and then you just start hearing like bangs and stuff. Just like, <laughs> oh, I was so that's so beautiful. He used to get so I forgot about his keyboard. <laughs> that that brought it back. The yeah, that's brought what, it back. I guess uh, social media is good for some things, then. Right? For a few good, yeah, for a few laughs, absolutely. That's funny. What's new? Not much. No. No, What's six years on? ago was a good day, though. Rosen Crown, mm. Illuminations, Ooh. and um, that well, ice would... cream joint at, at uh, Beach Club. Oh, ample. oh, the Beaches and Cream? Yeah, Beaches yeah. and Cream. You must have just been uh, down. That probably right when you first got your annual pass. Yeah, yep. Because yep, you would move down in like November, right? Yeah, we were broke for the first few months, so. Yeah. Until we got renters into our place in Minnesota. Right. Um, yeah, so that would be right around. Yeah, because come to think of it, March is typically when it renewed. Because it renewed uh, right when COVID. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and they closed the park, so they extended it for a month and a half or whatever. Yep. Sounds yeah, about probably right. One the, probably one of probably the first, one of the first yeah. times we went. Yeah. Because this is right when they closed Disney. It was this Sunday. Remember yeah. they like announced they were keeping it open through the weekend. Yeah, the parks, and then they were kicking everybody out. Yep, and that was right around this week because it all happened at once with the tournaments and everything. You excited for the NCAA's or not? No, really? no, no. You didn't watch much really. college hoops this year, huh? Not. I didn't watch any. I didn't. I honestly didn't watch anything. What this happened? Year. It. You know what? I think it's just the crowds. Yeah, the. the I think the, I love the college game so much because of the crowds, the atmosphere. Yeah. yeah, I mean, watching a Kansas game when there's seven people. Not. I mean, not Fog Allen funny. doesn't really, you know, hold a candle when there's three people in there. Yeah, I'm just excited because UConn's uh, actually uh, 
not relevant terrible. for the first time in 20 years. Well, not I wouldn't say 20 years. I mean, they did win the national championship in 2014. But yeah, I guess you could say that. But it's it's a good thing. I'm glad it's back. It'll be interesting to see if anything crazy happens in the next week. Like team, they said like if teams test positive, they're just gonna like put it like install a new team in there. Like if they don't have enough players. Yeah, well, Kansas had to forfeit their game like two nights ago. Right. In the tournament. And Virginia as well. But if they said like if something happens, they're just gonna pull a team. So like imagine so, so like eventually like URI might get pulled to play like in the eight <laughs> yeah, nine or something. Like Gonzaga tests positive and then like URI's just in there. Hey, what's yeah. up for the number one overall seed now? <laughs> I think there'd be a few teams ahead of them, but I yeah, guess, that's yeah. just it's, that's why it's just sports is just it's so bizarre. I didn't, I did. The only thing I missed was golf, and that's honestly the only thing I've been watching. It's so, I mean, it's nice having the crowds back, but I did like it with no crowds there. I, I didn't like mind seeing, it. I like seeing the full courses. Yep, like it's just a different experience seeing like so much of the course. But it is, it is cool seeing people back out there though, mm-hmm. watching them. The guys interacting with the crowds a little bit. Lee Westwood, what's going on? Two weeks in a row blowing a fifty-four hole lead. That's not not great. I mean, yeah, he, didn't I don't think he, blew, he didn't blow it. He didn't no, blow. But, it. Thomas won. I didn't watch the end of last week, but Tom, Thomas took that tournament today. Yeah. I mean, he played so well. He shot sixty-eight. Yeah, I was playing tough. I mean, Westwood was even, so he had. To- and I'll tell you what. That was probably the most impressive 72 I've ever seen. He was all over he the joint, wasn't he? had to grind for that 72. I mean, he hit two balls in the water. Yeah. But he missed that punt on 17, that little gimme, and then he drains a huge birdie on 18, which he would have sent it to a that playoff. Was a tough, he... That was a tough two-putt, though, and he blew it by the hole on 17. Oh, I know, but he, he missed the five-footer, then he made the 30-footer on 18 yeah. for birdie. Yeah. I mean, he probably wouldn't have made that putt. If it was to tie the tournament, though, either you know, uh, who knows? You play it differently. But hey, it, it was a good day. A lot of bizarre. We were talking right before we started recording. There was some bizarre shots out of that final group. You don't usually see. Oh, when 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 Deschambeau topped that ball, how good was that? And then the next shot was awful. They said it was like seventy yards to the right. He was like, oh, he went way right because he couldn't even hit. He couldn't even get it and play on his third. Or he had to shot. like go around it. Yeah, it was crazy. But that's just how good these guys are. If me and you do that, we'd be in for a nine or a ten. Like putting the ball in the hole, you top it off the tee like that, and then you're seventy yards right. Like we're well, we're looking you, at double you, digits. And first he's like, of all, when you top it into the water, you know, like when you have water on a course, and you like that's that water just does not come in play. It's not in play, yeah. And then you top it, and it goes into the hazard. It pisses you off even more because if you top it a hundred yards, you can still kind of, you can still make bogey. Right, exactly. You know, hit a hybrid up in front, try to get it on, two-putt, you're okay. But when you top one into the water hazard, that's not a hazard on that hole. That's and then you're really taking a irritating. drop and you got 240 in. You're like, oh, no, what do I do here? Yeah, that's not good. I swear to God, though, 17, you could make a 30 on that hole. Oh, legit. like, yeah, at what point do they, like, would they show a mercy rule? I guess you just have to withdraw from the tournament. Because I'm, like, I'm saying... If it's me, I'm reteam because you can. I am not hitting a seventy yard shot off that tight Bermuda where they drop. True. There's That'd be no chunk way. City all day, right? Th- that's Chunk City or Thin City. I mean, th- there's there's no. That's where I'm making a thirty. Is there a bailout? Like, could you hit like a three wood over like into the stands and then just try to like run it up the runway? 
put it up the I little mean, I guess right. you could, but I'm sure it's slam- I'm sure that you don't want to Texas wedge it up that runway. That thing is narrow too. Because <laughs> I'm going to be trying to Texas wedge it from the drop area. Yeah, there you go. Skip it a few Skip times it. on the water. Yeah, hopefully that's elevated. That wouldn't work out. Yeah, that hole's intimidating. I mean, it's one thing if it was just like you and I going out there playing. Like one of us would probably get it in play. Just by random, but with they were you know with sand, the lights, they on. were hitting sand wedge into it today. That's how easy it was. Right, how short, but then they put the pin way in the back. So if oh, you're that was long, a miserable pin, yeah. And that green's not easy either. Oh, when they were showing the sideways view, it's oh, so I undulated. I believe it. Holy crap! You can't you can't tell until you see that sideway view from across the water, and you're like, whoa. Right. You just tap it. You could put it. We'd put it into the water. If we were lucky enough to hit the green, we'd probably put it into the water. I, I've said that, too. Yeah, you could put it in. The, that's that's really when you lose it, don't you think? <laughs> you think yeah, your putter would follow into the, the water? Oh, abs- the, one time, the one time you're like, okay, I'm playing well enough. You know, I'm in the mid-80s. I'm not, it's not going to destroy me. Let's go out. This, this is going to be our gentleman's trip. We're going to play. the. Yeah. It's going to be 250, but the hell with it. Who cares? And, and you put it pin high, you got a 15-footer, and you put it in the water. I think the putter has to go, don't you think? It depends. Is it the, <laughs> is it the brand new Scotty Cameron, or is it your $14.99 Walmart putter? Uh, did you see somebody throw a wedge in the water? I think it might have been last week. Oh, really? No, yeah. I didn't see him throw it in the water. I, <laughs> yeah. saw someone, I saw Billy Horschel threw a club, like, and they show the shot tracer. And he hit it, and it went dead right. <laughs> and then you saw his club; it was like higher than the shot tracer in a freeze frame. Was it really? Yeah, it was one of like the overhand let go ones. William Horschel, he's a gator, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why you love golf. Stupid stuff like that. Watching the guy shank it, and then just uh, laugh. He just uh, drops the club and laughs. Like, what do you do? I mean, like, because uh, because Kristen's like, I don't like. You missed your calling because like I call like these golfs like. The, did you see the shot on the par five where um uh what you call it he hit the tree and it came back down and he was like in that waste bunker? No, I missed that. Okay, it was like number sixteen, Lee Westwood. It caught the top of the tree and it came right down into a bunker. So he has this tough shot and he's got to keep it low. So I actually said, I think he's got to chunk and run it. And I don't have that shot. And then all of a sudden Zinga said, What do you think? You think you should chunk and run it? And Kristen looks at me, she goes, How do you know all this stuff? I'm like, it just you just watch it. You yeah, you've it been around golf. Like, I can't make that shot. Like, I'm going to chunk it and leave it at my feet. But <laughs> the, the proper technique is you can't hit a full 70-yard shot because you got tree in front. So you got to right. kind of fat it a little bit and get it up and run it up because then there's water over the green. So you obviously yeah. don't want to carry it. So you chunk and run it. So she said something like, oh, you, you know, you would have had a good golf announcer, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but I don't have the call like when they're talking about how small and undulated a green is that it's the equivalent of landing it on the top of somebody's head. I mean, that's a great call, isn't it? That is good. <laughs> on top of somebody's head. <laughs> How dumb is that? That is dumb. Oh, when Z- or when somebody, like, it was Justin Thomas, he just drilled a putt and Zynga says that he would have put that in a thimble. That's it, perfect. <laughs> you like that. I love that. Would you like to uh, hear about my unofficial Absolutely. beer sponsor of the week? You see this guy right here? You recognize him? Oh, let me see. I'm still goofing around. I'm watching uh, po- post games. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, I'm going to need you to co- go ahead and come that's in. That's Lumberg, right? That's Bill Lumberg. That's William the- Lundberg right there. This is from Exhibit A Brewing. It's called the We're Going to Need You to Come in on Saturday Scotch Ale. 
Um, and this is where is this out of Framingham, Massachusetts. It's a Scotch ale, eight point four percent alcohol. One sip. Everybody knows the rules. Pretty good. Just a light, crisp Scotch ale. A little Lumberg on the can. I'm gonna give it a, a solid seven point three for that. Speaking speaking of this, this plays right into talking about Lenwood and yeah. Datalink because we we all watched the that movie Office, Office Space. Space. So it like you know I watch it and then I gave it to Leon. Leon, so it just we passed it around the office. Sure. So after about a month, everybody had that. So then we all changed some of the quotes to like our inbox for our email. Oh, so instead geez. of just being bring, mine was I don't like my job and I don't, I'm not gonna go anymore. And one day my boss is in my office. You know, we all had like rear view mirrors on our computer mm-hmm. screen. So if people walk by, you could close out <laughs> the, could... <laughs> the game you were playing. Yeah. We could close. We used to play candy stand and kick field goals and play wiffle ball and stuff. So my <laughs> boss is my... and it's kind of like, will you just leave? Like he's asking me the nonsense questions that he already knows the answer to, you know? Right. And, and all of a sudden, I don't like my job. I don't think I'm going to go anymore. And he's like, he's like looking around like he didn't know it came from the computer. He's like <laughs> kind of looking over cubicles and stuff. It was a total Lumberg. That's a great movie, isn't it? It is so good. It holds That's up one really of the well, classics. Too. Right at the end, the guy's just digging a ditch. And it's like, yeah. you go to college all your life to have these stupid jobs where you wear a shirt and tie. And then you're like, I think I'd rather just dig a hole and be left yeah. alone. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, on that note, maybe we should take our first break. Right. What do you think? Sounds good. Just make believe you're a tiny little seed. A tiny little seed that's reaching up to meet your need with the right amount of faith and the right amount of earth. And you'll grow to see the sunshine on your day of birth. Let's listen to the land we all love. Nature's plan will shine upon. Listen to the land, listen to the land, let's listen to the land, we all love, nature's plan will shine upon, listen to the land, listen to the land. When springtime comes, how can you tell, the air is always filled with orange blossoms, come summertime, the warmest sunshine. And the world is full of flowers and good melon rinds. All right. We are back from break. Episode number 366 of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. Do you like that song, sir? Love it. That's such a great song. Not overrated at all, that song. If anything, it's underrated. But this week, we're here to talk about things that are overrated in our opinion. And uh, we're talking some quick service restaurants that we think are overrated one from each of the parks and one from Disney Springs that, that people seem to love, but we just don't see why. So should we get right into it? Or is there anything yeah. else you want to say here? No, go ahead. Let's get right into it. Where do you want yeah. to start? Where do you want to start? I'll let you uh, start at the magic kingdom. Yeah. I think that's a good choice. I was going to say, we'll start there because they probably have the most uh, inventory of disappointing restaurants to choose from. That's fair. Now, to have something be overrated, for me, it's like I have to hear a lot about it. I have to... People always talk about how good it is. 
and I just don't see it. Like, there's some places, and I think I know what you're going to choose for Magic Kingdom, but I could be wrong. But for me, the one that I think is the most overrated is uh, still might be the top one there, but it's Be Our Guest for lunch as a quick serve. I think it's overrated. Not a lot of options. They're okay. And people like give up their firstborn to try to get a reservation there to get a quick serve lunch. So I picked I picked Be Our Guest okay. as the most overrated quick serve at the Magic Kingdom. What do you have on your list? I have Columbia Harbor House. That's what I figured you might pick because mm-hmm. I know you, you hammer that place and you don't even think it's bad. You just no. people like fall over themselves for yes. it. Yes. Me but and I Susie think... actually had an argument walking to Rock and Roadie this evening. Okay. About that. She said she likes it. She said I've always had good meals there. They have great desserts. I haven't had a dessert there that I remember. Okay. But I've I've enjoyed every time I've eaten there. I haven't had I have anything too. bad. I think your dad had like um not a shepherd's pie, but like a chicken pot pie or something. Yeah, because they do. They have like a chicken pot and pie. And it's it's fantastic. The problem is the lobster roll is completely overpriced. It's all yeah, see, lettuce, I wouldn't I wouldn't like get that bucks. there. Yeah. I usually get like the fried shrimp and the chowder or something, and it's good. It's fine for what it is. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem is so many people talk so highly of it because it's the only place there that like resembles edible food. Right. I think you're right. But I I would tend to agree that it's overrated, but I still think it's quite good. Same thing with be our guest. I think it's it's pretty good. Like if you have yeah. a chance to go, I wouldn't say not to. But. I don't know if it's going to live up to your expectations the way some people you talk know, about it. The first time we went, I thought it was fantastic. Maybe because it was just so new and yeah, we were just guess, so yeah. excited, the whole family together. Yeah, but that then was we the went again. Trip, right? The 2014. Yeah, trip. the two, the 2014 trip. And then I remember we went again because you were on that trip because it was me. The you, girls were there. No, everyone. It was did, it was all of did, us. It was everybody, but we had like two or three tables because I think like I sat with like Dan, Mary. And you, yeah, and like my daughters were there and everything. Like, yeah, right. that was that was that trip, 2019. Yeah, and remember, it was it was a little disappointing. Like, wasn't the French dip cold or something? It wasn't great. Yeah, right. there wasn't enough. Like, you didn't have enough French dip for the sandwich, and yes. the fries were cold. I think. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. The onion soup was still good, mm-hmm. but that's not enough to get it up there, in my opinion. So I think that's a little overrated. And their breakfast is a huge ripoff. The quick service breakfast at uh, Be Our Guest. I went there once. It was like 30 bucks a person. What, and you, you get, get a like, couple of pastries? A couple of pastries, and then you get to choose like a little entree, which wasn't that great. So it's considered a quick serve, but it's super expensive. Want to move along to uh, Epcot Center? Or is there sure. anything else you want to mention? No, we can go to Epcot. All right. I have two. I have... Uh, I have two choices here, so I want you to go first because if you pick the same one I did, I'm going to go okay. to my backup. Okay. Um, we are standby. Okay. La Cantina de San Angel. That was my backup. Okay. Because I agree, and I, again, I think it falls into the category of it being not bad, but not no. as good as everyone says it is. It the, the tacos are really good. My problem is the nachos when when you put in the ballpark, you know that yellow the sauce cheese on it. Yeah. yeah, I got you know that's. Eh. And granted, it's quick service, so it is what it is. But 
I haven't it's, been in a while. It, yeah. I, it looks like the menu's changed a little bit in the last couple of years. I wonder if it stepped it up a little bit. I haven't been got, in, in the quite Chudo, a while. The Chudos are really good, and the dipping like sauce those, is good. Yeah. I love the, I love the tacos. But it's just you can never get a seat. The place is always packed. You got the oh, weasels yeah. who who line up two hours before illuminations. That stinks, yeah. Yep. I agree with that, that part of it. Like you just like you know how like when it's a really hot day, you just want to go get the ice water, like mm-hmm. at the quick serves, and you can't even like get through into there to get an ice water. Mm-mm. It's like such a you know what show that nope. line. It's always a long line. But, right. Disorganized. Again, this is not the worst. The worst places, these are just overrated. For them to be to make this list, they have to be at least considered good by a lot of people. So we're not saying the food's terrible. Just doesn't live up to what a lot of people say about it. You know, we're not going to say Electric Umbrella because no one really likes that place. Right. All right. So my most overrated at Epcot. And for me, it's simple because it's it's a one-trick pony, literally. It's the Yorkshire County Fish Shop. Oh, you can get it, the fish and chips. That's it. That's it. They have they had a meat pie. I don't know if they even still have it. I haven't seen a meat pie. I've never actually, actually seen a meat pie. I pulled up. I have their menu. They do have it. Um, you can get fish and chips for eleven forty nine, or they have a chicken and mushroom pie for nine ninety nine. Like a like a little handheld like pie i guess that's it those are their only options for the menu okay and the fish and chips is okay you know i don't even i I don't like it that because it's tilapia it just doesn't feel like real fish and chips you know you and i growing up you you know it's going to be the northeast thing but fish and chips are are big up here it's always cod the big like thick white flaky just tilapia is a different texture a different Mm -hmm. taste it doesn't feel right as a fish and chip fish no it doesn't so that that made my list as the most overrated, and I think it's just because people like it. It's not, again, it's not terrible. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just there's not a lot of options there, and it's not the best fish and chips by a long shot. Do you agree with that one? Is that a pretty uh, solid pick there? Yeah. You want to move on to uh, Hollywood Studios? Sure. This one was a little tougher for me because I don't know. I've been to very few of the quick serves at Hollywood Studios myself. Not a lot of them. So I'm going off one that I have not been to. Mm-hmm. And it's the uh, it's the Star Wars one, Docking Bay 7. Oh, tell me about this place. So this has the uh, that Ronto roaster thing that everyone talks about. Uh, it's a, I guess that's a stand that has it, but you can get it there as well. It's got a uh, roasted pork and grilled pork sausage with a sauce and uh, some kind of coleslaw wrapped in a pita. It looks okay, but they have like the bowls kind of shrimp and noodle salad, smoked pork ribs, fried chicken, uh, beef pot roast. Like it's all just kind of like yeah. the normal. Yeah, regular stuff, but you know, people go crazy about it because it's Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's an automatic overrated for me. But I haven't been, so the food could be fantastic, and maybe I would change my mind on it. But I had to pick something. I wasn't going to say like ABC commissary or anything because I have right. You don't hear a lot of good things about that anyway. Actually, I want to try it because they totally revamped their menu. Yeah, I know you had mentioned that, but you get my point anyway. Mm-hmm. 
what do you have for for the studios, sir? I'm not going to deviate. I have the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. The docking bay seven. We had one of those Ronto wraps, like for the breakfast one. Yeah. And it was fine, but it was room temperature, and it was like twelve bucks or something. Not worth the wait. Not worth the price. No. Not worth the hype. No. The other one I almost said from uh, Hollywood Studios, another one I have not been to, but I think you liked it well enough, so I didn't put it on there, is the Woody's Lunchbox in Toy Story. Oh, Woody's is so good. But again, it's like all that's that's the only like good option there, so people go crazy over it. Oh, their their tomato soup is so you good there. Oh, yeah. so good. That was a that was a that was a poor favor Frank call too. Yeah. I didn't realize you could substitute. They need to have that on the menu. Just the it's, soup, a, it's yeah. a stupid substitution for like fries or something, and I'm like, whoa, all day and, and twice on Sunday for crying out loud. So you would you would not qualify that as overrated, even though people kind of go crazy over it. No, because no, I I mean, yeah, I think it's overrated. I I'm not waiting an hour or a half hour to get a grilled cheese. No, that's true. That's just not gonna work. Yeah, they have like a grilled cheese. They have a barbecue brisket sandwich and a smoked turkey sandwich. And the problem is, food. it's the only show in town when you in and there's those attractions that just eat so many people. Yeah, and there's tons of people over there. There's a little stand to get yeah, food, and that's it. That's nowhere it. to sit. Kind of same thing. I hear you. And again, I haven't been there, so it's hard for me to say if it's good or bad. But it seems like it's a little overrated. But I'd rather go to that one than the Star Wars one, given the choice between the two. Yeah, me too. Another one where I think we may be in the same uh, the same boat is at the Animal Kingdom. Okay. So I went intentionally. I didn't say my number one choice, and I went with the. Uh, and I don't even know if it's really overrated because not a lot of people talk about it. But it's the I'm going to say the Harambe Marketplace because when it first opened a few years ago. People were all excited, that whole new area of the park. I mean, it looks really cool. I like what they did where the train goes by, where you can sit down. I had those ribs when they first came out. They were pretty good. They weren't like the sloppy 4th of July ribs. Yeah, they were, yeah, like, like again, they were they were okay, but nothing, mem- nothing that you're going to remember. Right. So I'm going to go with that, but they've changed it all up. Now it's like a ribs bowl, you know, ribs with rice in a mixed green bowl. Grilled chicken bowl. I mean, everything's different from there. They had like the little different pods that had different stuff, and now it's all. Did you say they had different pods? (laughs) Not pods. Pods. (laughs) But yes, I did say that. You're going to play nine hole with Steve, and then you're going to play the other nine with Bobby. Okay, fine. (laughs) Sounds good. But uh, I I strayed away from what my number one choice would be because I assume you're going to say it. So why don't you go ahead? I have Satuli Canteen. I kind of figured you might. Go ahead, tell me why. It's just I don't know. It's just it's it's okay. It's it's fine. I like the bowls, and I actually like the the dessert, the cheesecake. Yeah, see, I don't think I'd like that. I'm not a big blueberry guy. But it's just everybody runs to this place. Yeah, it's nice. I like the seating inside. There's a lot of seating. That's a nice thing. Um. And I think the weights have come down substantially since they yeah, they have the mobile yeah. ordering pretty well now. But it's expensive. Yeah, it is. So it's not like you're getting a little it's not a steal or anything. I remember when we were starving and I was cranky and like you got you got like a bowl and you got like a beer and something and it was like 30 bucks. I was like, "Whoa." 
It wasn't quite that. It was like 20. Yeah, like over It was like bucks. in the mid-20s, though. Like, I want to say 23, 24 bucks. Yeah, because I probably got, you know, the bowls are like 14, 15 bucks. And, you know, a big beer from there is what? 11 Nine? bucks or something? Yeah, 9 11. to 11 bucks, yeah. Yeah, ten fifty it says for the beer. So yeah, easily I would have been at like twenty seven bucks after tax and everything. And it's just and like you said, it's just fine. It's okay. There's a lot of options because you can you know mix and match everything with the different sauces and then the different proteins. But none of it really tickles me that much where I'd go out of my way to go there. I think the problem for me is, do I want to spend twenty five or thirty bucks there? Or another 15 and have a decent sit-down. And I think it always comes down to I'd rather just do a sit-down. Yeah, but even but there, there's not a lot of choices for that. No, no, At not next there. next level right. of the sit-down. That's the problem. Like, Nomad Lounge is not another $15. That's another $50. No, I, to, I, I ate there. I a couple of small plates. It was fine. Not the Nomad. I keep saying that. Uh, Tiffin's. Yeah, rather. it's uh, Tiffin's, right. But then, like, Yak and Yeti is hard to get into. Tusker House is Yak and Yeti that. may be one of the most difficult places to get into. It's, I can never. It's gotta be gri- tiny. I've never even been inside it. It's got to be. It's so always tiny. a walk up, but I've never been able to to get a walk up. Mm-hmm. It's strange. It's very strange. But that's one that I think we need to try to. We got to finally hammer that place out next time we're there together. I we we have to because it's just like it's like a white whale for us. I mean, it's the simplest, stupidest place, but it's like neither of us have been there. We hear some things about it. I hear the burgers just to die for. Right. Some good stuff there. And I like that kind of stuff, like the Asian fusion kind of stuff. That's right up my alley. So, but yeah, Satuli's not, not my favorite place. I'd rather go to Flame Tree. And I know you're not a huge, huge fan of Flame Tree, but I feel like you get more bang for your buck. And I like that food better there. Yeah, Flame Tree's all right. Those baked beans are so good they have there. And they have good onion rings, which is hard to find at Disney. Not a lot of onion rings, period, but those are actually good onion rings, too. Good onion rings at the Grand Floridian Cafe, because I think it comes with the Frank sandwich that opened. Oh, does uh, it? Yeah, I think it comes with onion rings, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's a good one, too. We just call it the Frank sandwich. The Frank sandwich. I don't even know. I know it is the turkey one, right? Yeah, it's a grand. It's a grand flirting. It's just an open. It's just an open like club sandwich. It's got like ham, turkey. Mm. All right. So, are you ready to move to uh, Disney Springs here? Yeah. Did I threw a kind of a little curveball? Actually, this with was that tough. One. Yeah, I wasn't prepared for this. You want me to go first? Uh-huh. You probably know what my most overrated is because I think it's the most overrated place. Yeah, period. Here we freaking go. You know what I'm gonna say? It's the yeah, Earl of I know Sandwich. What you, I know what you're gonna say. The Earl of Sandwich. It's overrated, but you know what? That's a chain. That's the thing, though. Disney Springs has a lot of those like weird little chain restaurants. Yeah, like, because they're all independent, right? Right, because like they have the Blaze Pizza there. Even the the barbecue place, Polite Pig. That's not a Disney restaurant. That's like a little small offshoot of another one that was. In in uh, Orlando proper, I think as well, but Earl Sandwich just doesn't do anything for me, as you know. I know it's cheap; people seem to like it, but not for me. I think it's very overrated. What did you pick for your most overrated? I, I had tough tough one with this. I went with Chicken Guy. I think yeah. And I, again, I've never been, but I remember. I think like when I was with you and Mike, 
and we were kind of like farting around looking at places. Remember, uh-huh. like they just had a ridiculous line out so the long, door yeah. and past the building. And I think and I even made a comment. I'm like, I don't care how good your chicken tenders are; they're not it's worth. Not they're worth not waiting. That. Yeah, it's chicken tenders. That's the thing. Right, and I'm sure they're good. I heard the dipping sauces are good. The chicken, but you know, the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. You agree with as far as like fast food? Yeah. Is is our place that's closed on Sundays? Right, exactly. And I'm not waiting 40 minutes for something there. No, unless it's a, you know at the at the airport and it's your, the only thing that yeah you, you're on the, the only play yeah. th- then that's fine. But yeah, no, you're right because sometimes you see like the drive through at those places and you're like, yeah, it's not even worth it. you just go by. Oh yeah, there's no going, way. You know? Yeah, but yeah, I, I agree with you. We were in we were in Disney Springs and I was like, oh, I might. Just try this because it's yeah. new. And then we looked and it was like 40 people deep. It was a weird time, too. It was like 3 o'clock. It was between lunch and dinner. It sounded yeah, like it was yeah, a prime it was, time. Right. And I think we just all said forget it. Because I was, there's, you so, know, there's so many good places to get food there. Yeah. Like, I don't need to wait an hour to get chicken tenders just to try them. Yeah, because I was thinking, is Deluxe Burger... I But I like... I think Deluxe is really good. I like it's the Shinny's bad. Burger. It's, yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, a lot of people like it, and it's just a, bur- a burger, but it's so much better than all the quick-serve burgers you yeah, can get. Yeah, it's by far so, way so much better. You know, it's probably comparable to the Geyser Point one that everyone likes, that Bison Burger. Ew, it's, I, it's that's, probably a, that's actually going to be a destination for me, because I have to try this thing. Because I was going to say, it's probably like a slight step down from that, but it's so far above the next one down when you go to like the Cosmic Ray Burger and all those places. Like, those things are just dirt. Somebody told me that the burger over at um, Raglan Road, uh, what's their quick service it's called? The, the one? Uh, Cooks right, of Dublin. Cooks of Dublin, right around the corner. Somebody said that they have a really good burger. Huh, interesting. You would never think to go there for a burger. No, but then again, you know, a pub burger, like they always sound good, especially like the one at Rosen Crown I've had, and it's fantastic. Your sister had oh, yeah. there too. No, I mean, if you were in there, like if you got dragged there, like, oh, we're going to go here, and you look at the menu, and you're like, you know what, I'll try a burger. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying, if you're walking around and I'm in the mood for a burger, you're not going to go there. No, no. But maybe we will. Maybe now we will because that's a sounds- great. Have you been there? Yeah, I've, I've eaten there. That place it's is good. good. I love it's that very place. Good. I haven't been to Raglan Road, though. I'd like to go there. The sit-down. I've only been to the quick service. Oh, we actually, I remember, we had Easter dinner there with your folks. That's right. And your sister. I remember that. That seems like such a cool place. Yeah, we were like, our table was like two tables from the um, dance the floor where they were doing yeah. the tap dancing. It was so cool. That place is good. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. That seems that's a good place. But again, you know, it's, it's it's loud and it's crowded, so you got to be in the mood. Yeah, it's it's for it's good for a group. Like if it's just you and Susie, it's probably not the place you want to go. If you're looking for just like a quiet dinner, mm-hmm. you know, if it's like if you're meeting the Willings and some, or you know, if there's a bunch of you going there and you want that just, might just... be a place that might be a place though. If we ever stay like do a weekend at Saratoga Springs. And then we just walk over and sit at the bar. Oh, that's true. And get a little, you know, get a little whacked and then have some food after. That that's would be a great. A I think that would be a good spot. Not a bad plan for that. That's true. It sounds pretty good. We have all the stops, don't we? You know what? We haven't it's talked fun. about a roller coaster in like six years, have we? Oh, do they have those there? Uh, yeah, they're getting more and more, actually, from <laughs> what I understand. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, it's, 
it's funny though because a lot of times we do these these episodes about food and we always kind of throw disney springs in as an afterthought and then we get talking about it and it's like they got a lot of good stuff there yeah and you never go i never go but never that go. should be like that should be your number one theme park because it's all food that's all it is there yeah but it's always so crowded. i think the problem is it's crowded it's always crowded. you know me at like being being a local or semi-local i need peace and quiet now mm-hmm. i can't deal with that crap yeah no i get it like I'll go to the parks if it's jamming if you're there, but right. I'm not gonna pick the Fourth of July when I can go the week before or the week after. Right, I get it, and not have to deal with it. And it's the same thing. Disney Springs is always jammed. Yeah, but that's we've if been you go at night though. If yeah. you go like during the day for like lunch, you could probably get a good run of the place. We've been we've been kicking around a Saratoga Springs stay and just and just staying at the resort and then doing Disney Springs. That'd be nice. Because that place is gorgeous. Find some the, cheap points. The new refurb rooms, like we saw, she saw one. It was like seven nights, which is way too many nights, but it was like around two hundred and something dollars a night. Saratoga Springs, that's dumb, isn't it? Brand new refurbished. I mean, you know, you bring the sticks, you could just walk right down to the. Just hit up the driving range for just hit the yeah. You could even hit up the drive, hit some balls and. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's definitely on my list. That was never on my list, but that's a beautiful resort. And you've never been to the Turf Club either, right? For yeah, I ate there years ago because I'm a oh, nerd. I got a reservation yeah. there, and we ate at the Turf Club. You said it was okay, right? No, it was good. I got the prime rib. That's what they're known for. Oh, that's right. But I it was it was dead, and it was it was good. It was yeah. so quiet that like our server like would talk to us for like ten minutes. Like we had just an amazing server. You're like, all right, can you leave so we could eat? I know you're bored, but <laughs> our food's getting cold here. They got a nice pool table too outside of the turf club. So like when you're waiting, or you can have like a drink and, and play some pool. Oh, it's like in the bar kind of. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Because cool. they got a little bar right outside, and then there's a pool table there. I'm like, this this is cool. This is what that's what I like in resorts. Yeah, you know, a lot of people just want a a pillow to lay their head on, but like I like to I like that night that we played ping pong at Pop. Yeah, that was fun. That was a twenty. I think that was a twenty fourteen trip, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I think the girls went to bed, and you and I went and had like a a, a beer or something, and we just played ping pong for a little while. Yep, exactly. I like doing like little nerdy things like that. Yeah, that's always fun. But did you have any uh, honorable mentions on yours? I did a couple backups in case we had the same ones. So. Well, you know, like we were talking about maybe um, Casey's Corner. That was my. That was the one I was going to say. But the thing is, is Casey's Corner. It is, it what, is it what it is. is. It, that's exactly. That's exactly what I said. It is what it is. It's it. They sell they sell hot dogs, and they're pretty damn good hot dogs. And there's times where I do want one, like before fireworks or. But it's always packed. It's always packed. I don't it know is. if it's just inefficient or it's just it's right there and everyone just. You know, I it. think it is inefficient because if you ever look, it's slow to get your food. Like you is order, it? yeah. Like because the line moves, like like the line moves, and then it's just you're like just all stop standing for the food. Yeah. Your food. That's where the bottleneck always is. Yeah. Okay. I haven't eaten there in so long. I don't even know. But I remember the hot dogs being perfectly fine. I have no problem with them. So. Yeah, like I don't go crazy like mac and cheese and stuff because of all that junk. A on dog's, it, yeah. as you well know, a dog's enough to put you over the edge. It can be. Yeah, yeah. You put too much <laughs> depending stuff on, on where you get and yeah. what time it was. It, it I don't really want to blame the dog too much. I don't think it helped, but I think no. the, uh, <laughs> the, the the baker's dozen of Yinglings may have had more to do with it. it than yeah, the it was like having itself. that second piece of pie, and like you start going into sugar shock. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
Well, we, um, let's see. I'm trying to think. Epcot? There's not many overrated. Their quick services at Epcot are all good. They're pretty solid, yeah. I Loaded, was say- China's good. Japan's good. We love um, Morocco. Yeah, which is is that still closed? Did they open I, that one? I back think up I again? think that whole pavilion's closed. Yeah, right now. But uh, yeah, I mean all that stuff. That's the thing. I was thinking like maybe the new one in the U.S., but I haven't been there enough. The Regal Smokehouse or whatever. Yeah, Regal Eagle is it yeah. called? Regal Eagle. That's right. I but remember I from that... the Regal Beagle from uh, Three's Company. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, got enough hype to really be overrated because it opened. Yeah, at a weird yeah, time, you know. France is always packed, but it's it's not overrated though. But it's if, not if anything, it's underrated. It's just, yeah, in my dessert. opinion, yeah, I, I agree with. You. I think it's underrated. The place is packed all the time, but it's still a place that no nobody thinks of going to. Right, sandwiches are good. The, the I mean, the pastries are off the charts. Off the chart, but there's a lot of savory stuff that you don't think about. You can even get like a cheese plate and a baguette there for like eight bucks. You know, if that's like your thing, you get like a little sampling of cheese, a little French baguette, grab some wine or a beer. Uh huh. Sit outside there. That's perfect. Nice little, nice relaxing area. Yeah, I could go there. And there's so much too. Like, that's one of the things. I mean, now we're talking about our favorites, but that's one of the things that a lot of the restaurants at Disney, the quick serves, sometimes there's only three or four options. And it's like, I don't mind going there, but when you have a family or you have a big group of people, yeah, it's hard to get everyone on the same page right. and to decide on one place. I guess that's what makes Epcot so good is because I'll grab something here. You grab something at Mexico. You know, you can grab it at Norway if you want, and we'll all eat together. Right. And it's not crazy, but if you go to a place that only has three or four options, like Satuli Canteen or, you know, those kind of places... But the France one, it's like you can get a sandwich, you can get something sweet, you can get pastry, like you said. There's so many different options at that, and like pretty much something to please anybody. Almost too many options. But that's it. I didn't have any other ones. Like I said, maybe the polite pig would be a uh, yeah, that would have been on mine. Yeah, an honorable mention for first Disney Springs, but I think they're generally properly rated like there's some that are like cheerleader places that i don't get like cosmic rays and things like that mostly the magic kingdom ones but i don't know what's the i can't even think of the the pecos bills i don't think people yeah, like, even like that anymore no one like talks about it. it's always busy because like, there's not a lot of places to eat there's nowhere to go yeah they change it over to like it's like chipotle not, yeah kinda. yeah but like yeah. even like Pinocchio Village House, no one thinks it's good, but it's always crowded because there's not a lot of options there. So I don't know. I've never been. That's on my list too. Yeah, I've had something there and it was fine, but nothing great. Anything else you want to talk about here? Or should we take our next break? Take our next break. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs>
All right, we are back from break. Episode 366 is in the books of the WDW Beyond the Gates podcast. Talked about the most overrated quick serves in all the parks and at Disney Springs. Not a lot of disagree. I mean, we had some different choices, but I think we both kind of pigeonholed the same ones. Yeah. For the part. I think the hardest thing for me was Magic Kingdom because there are not a lot of choices that people think are any good. And then Epcot was tough because there's not a lot of choices that people think are bad. Right. Since they close, like Electric Umbrella, they closed that down. There's not even really any quick serves outside of uh, World Showcase anymore, are there? No. I can't think of it. There's like little stands here and there, but there's not like an actual location you could go in. That was the only one. Oh, uh, the Sunshine Seasons. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that, yeah. That's good. Excellent. I wouldn't say that's over. I would say that's underrated. We shouldn't, we shouldn't show too many cards because we might want to hold off and do a show that's just underrated. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a very good point. Anything else you want to talk about here? Any thoughts on the uh, NCAA tournament coming up? No, because I don't even know. I just I was messing around on Facebook. I saw Kansas is a number three seed. They are three seed. Do you think Gonzaga, who's undefeated, if they run the table, will they be thought about as one of the best teams of all time? Or is this year kind of like doesn't count kind of year? I think this doesn't count. Do you? No, nah, not really, because they can't. They had a game early on against Villanova when it was like one versus two, and they canceled it because of COVID. And they, yeah, it's, it's hard. It's every hard team played a different. Like some teams played fourteen games, some teams played you know thirty-two, and it's how do you compare teams like that? It's bizarre. Like when they were showing the bracket, they were like, "Oh, and you know, so and so's in there." You know, fifteen and six. It's like, well, they only played twenty. Like, that's yeah, yeah. I know. You know, UConn. I think was fifteen and seven. Like, they only played twenty-two games. They had because like it was always causes. funny. Like all the big programs, like the Dukes and the Kansas, they always played like thirty-one games, right? And like URI would always be like at twenty-four, and it's like, well, how did they play so many more? Well, because they're in more of the preseason tournament. Games yeah, the Invitationals, and, and, and they play more like games. Yeah. But it was always like these big programs were always like, you know. 29 and three and you're like whoa how did they play so many games right yeah so i don't know i mean gonzaga obviously they're pretty good they haven't lost they played some decent teams but yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not i, I might not even watch the tournament i no? am like just i'm just so not into it like baseball last year was 60 games so like what's the point right now did you, you did you even realize they're playing the games on uh saturday sunday monday and tuesday no I, I, no, I didn't. Well, because it's all in Indianapolis, so they're yeah, trying to create all... a bubble, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So when do they start? They're, oh, so they're, they're starting thir- Saturday. No Thursday. Oh, so it's Friday not Thursday, game. Saturday. Okay. Which is crazy. But I and mean, what was the, the rationale the... to doing that? I think it just gives everyone five days to quarantine before the game starts. Oh, okay. All right. And then they still have to play the first four or whatever on Friday, I think. The playing games or whatever. So. Yeah, I'm doesn't matter. I have point. no clue. I mean, all the all the top programs were terrible this year, which Yeah, for North the, Carolina, I mean, Duke, Kentucky. North Carolina got in, Kentucky didn't, Duke didn't. I mean, Kansas started off bad, but they played really well at the end. They played yeah, they played well at the end, but how 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 is how is a Duke and a Kentucky team not not even in a tournament? Right. Yeah. Cuz most at large is you, you can get at least a 12 at large. Right. An eleven at large, like they're not even. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. 
like that the one of the playing games is Michigan State versus UCLA and they were laughing about it. That's like the last four in. It's Isn't like that, that was a national championship like four years ago. <laughs> but it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I've just I haven't been into sports other than golf. I've been way in, more into golf than I normally was. Now you didn't get into even like college football this year, huh? Too much. Uh, like I watched all the Florida games. I watched but SEC again, you watch for the crowds. Right. It's so different without it's the just crowd. so it's yeah. just yeah. it just didn't hold my attention. Yeah, and golf was like the most uh sheltered from that because you really didn't care. Like you, I didn't miss people saying, get in the hole after every tee shot. Oh, you know, like, the one who, who you have to be like you, you have to know that it was you who was on TV and you like yeah, say exactly. like sausage imposter or something just yeah. ridiculous. Like yeah, I don't miss any of that nonsense. No. But that's back now. I mean, getting a hole thirty years ago was kind of funny. Yeah, exactly. Because it started off with getting a hole on a par three, and then you're hitting a, a driver on a, a 630-yard par five, and you're yelling, getting a hole. I mean, okay, that's stupid. The first time someone But the first time, funny. it was yeah. like, okay, that's really stupid. But then, you know, after 30 years, like, okay. Yeah, it's enough. a little old now. Yeah. <laughs> a little old. You know what All I don't right. get, though? The Valspar. No, the Valspar is, they post that, that. That's later now. That used to be right after this tournament. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, they moved Valspar. Huh. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. This is a Disney podcast. All right, damn let's good. Wrap it up then. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We got uh, you know where to find us online at WDWBTG on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our website is WDWBTG.com. You can search for us wherever you download your podcast at WDW Beyond the Gates. Go to our YouTube page, YouTube.com. Search for WDW Beyond the Gates. You did a uh, big Thunder Mountain ride through. Correct. Recently, so that's a good one. That's up now to check out. Lots of good stuff up there. We had a lot of Fort Wilderness stuff. Um, some walks from Grand Floridian to Magic Kingdom. Then the new walkway. Restaurant reviews. Some old stuff up there as well. So go ahead and check it out if you haven't done that already. Uh, you can uh, email us, info at wdwbtg.com, Gary at wdwbtg.com, and Mike at wdwbtg.com did i forget anything sir negative pods all right that's gonna do it for episode number 366 of the wdw beyond the gates podcast for my co-host mike my name is gary thanks so much for listening and we'll talk to you again next week now it's time to say goodbye to all our company See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you.